Hi, my name is Carolina Flores, and I'm the resident philosopher at Telcrop C, and I'm speaking with Shannon. Welcome, Shannon. And Thank our topic you. is um, art as cognition. Um, so, Shannon, what is your connection to art, if any? Yeah, um, I feel like it's been kind of on and off my whole life. Like, as a kid, I think no one really did art seriously. Like, in my family, my mom always kind of <laughs> had the impression that she wasn't creative, which I feel like everyone is creative in a certain sense. But um, I feel like that mindset of, like, certain people are creative and artistic and certain people aren't kind of led me to believe maybe I'm not. And I didn't um, do anything artistic probably till high school. And then I took a, um, an art class, a painting and drawing class that was really lovely. And um, from there, I've just kind of continued drawing and painting. And I kind of want to try acting, but I'm a little bit scared. What um, are you scared of? Just like being seen, you know, like being vulnerable and like trying something new, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel vulnerable in your other art or not in the same way? Not in the same way because I feel like I get nervous with the physicality of it. Like with my art, I get to do it alone and showing people doesn't, it's not the same experience, I guess, of like showing people like a painting or something like it's not literally you it's like a thing yeah. that you made you think that's the key difference I think so yeah I think because when you're embodying your art it's different it's like more connected I feel it's like, like more like you're on the line yeah it's like you are the right. art <laughs> right I think often like people talk a lot about like oh being good at taking criticism is like taking criticism of the thing you did and not of who you are but right. that seems like it'll be harder if you're acting yeah and it's almost like where is the line drawn with that of like when you are embodying the art and you're getting criticism it'd be really hard I think to not take that personally you know right, to not take it as like that's about who I am yeah one thing that might happen is also like I don't know, but it feels like sometimes, you know, inhabiting a character is what we're doing a lot of the time. Yeah, very true. Um, so it'd be sort of getting told, like, the character you're inhabiting isn't good. Yeah, um, right. Yeah. Do you feel like in painting and drawing and in other art, when you're making um, art, do you think you're putting on a persona or do you feel like it's your ordinary self? How does that play out for you? I don't know. I guess... I mostly, I feel like when I draw and paint, it's to soothe myself. It's not necessarily, like, I don't have a specific goal in mind as to what I'm making. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's more of like a self-soothing act of if I feel anxious or whatever, I know that that's something that, like, drops me back into my body mm -hmm. and my breath. So, um, yeah, I forget what your question was, but... <laughs> yeah, if you feel like you're taking up a role, it sounds like you don't. It sounds like it's no. coming from this, like... Well, it's not to show anyone else, and it's more yeah. for, it's like the values for yourself, for you for to sure. feel like more grounded in the yeah. moment. Do you think doing art has changed how you interact with the world? Like, so one thing it's done is it's like helped you feel like more grounded and yeah. calm. Yeah. Do you think it has a like more long lasting effect? Yeah. I mean, I honestly think having that practice of coming back into myself when I'm in those anxious spots, that has changed the way I um, the way I relate to the world, because also I find if I'm engaging in a lot of artistic practices, like if I'm painting a lot and maybe uh, writing or reading a lot of poetry, I feel like I'm looking at the world 
in a more poetic way. Like if I've just painted a tree, I'm going to look at the shadows and the highlights of that tree differently mm -hmm. um, and just take like longer to appreciate everything instead of just kind of like, oh, that's a tree and keep walking by, you know? Yeah. Do you think, so one thing's like appreciation, which is super yeah. valuable. The other is, do you think you notice different things? Are you more likely to be noticing just like, the kind of artistic potential of what you're seeing or the like yeah. specialness of things, but also like, you know, the like literal colors, like what color would you use to paint it or something? Yeah, absolutely. I, the more I paint, cause I used to be more of a drawer and then I kind of developed into painting more. And now that I'm learning like the shades and the hues. And I remember my first class of him trying to describe to me uh, warm versus cool colors and I couldn't wrap my mind around it until he actually showed me literally like a leaf in front of me and then painted the leaf and then I kind of started picking up on everything but yeah I think it's changed entirely the way I look at the world. So it's made your literal like perception be like much richer there's yeah. like more stuff that you're seeing and yeah yeah maybe like hearing or yeah it actually it's crazy in that way how it can literally broaden uh like you think you can see either way like we're both seeing the same tree right now but I think if you paint or whatever your mode of art is you probably actors to see the way people act differently maybe right. I would think and it's kind of interesting because it feels like different art forms are going to bring out different kinds of uh fine-grained details of experience right yeah. like painting and drawing might make you more alert to like color and shape yeah. whereas like acting might make you more aware of you know, people's psychology and expression. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you said you also write? Yeah, I write poetry a little bit, but I feel like that is uh, much more personal to me yeah. than my painting is, just because I feel like it draws more literally on personal experiences of mine. Um, but yeah, my mom is really big into poetry. It's funny that she says she's not creative because she mm -hmm. writes all the time. But um, I think people often think that writing is less creative than things yeah. like painting or drawing, which I do you have thoughts on why that might be culturally? That's a very it's very strange when you start thinking about it, right? It is really strange. I don't know. I feel like um, with with visual arts like painting and drawing, I think people have this notion that you need to be super talented and it's kind of like a needle in the haystack of who mm -hmm. are the talented ones for that. Um, and the more that I do it, the more I think um, anyone can draw and paint. It's really just about your perception and how people are going to mm -hmm. receive it, you know? Yeah, another thing that, you know, it seems like a shame given what you said earlier because it feels like it doesn't matter whether you're good or not. If you yeah. start doing it, your literal experience and appreciation of the world will be richer. And right. it feels like that's something that everyone should have, like, access to. I know. It's such a shame. It makes me so sad when I hear people say they're not good at art because I'm like there I don't believe there's any there's no such thing as being good at art you know like putting it on a pedestal like that I feel like kind of kills the whole thing like if I stopped doing art because I said I'm not good at it you know like I would lose that whole um that whole sense of stability I think in my life that it gives me yeah I mean just as a side note I'm thinking about it like feels like philosophy and like yeah. music have like much the same kind of genius problem of just like 
there's real stereotypes of like what a philosopher mm-hmm. or music theorist yeah. or physicist or mathematician should look like and yeah. be like. And the way that works out is it tends to end up being really exclusionary of like yeah. anyone who doesn't fit that mold, i.e. anyone who's not like, you know, a like old white guy with a beard. Um, exactly. <laughs> which, yeah, has much the same effect of just like excluding people from yeah. kind of valuable ways of understanding the world. For sure. For sure. Yeah. But yeah, I wanted to get back to the writing question because like you said that that's like more personal um, yeah. and less. But it, do you think it also has had an impact in just your literal experience of the world? And like, what's the impact? Because like painting and drawing, it's like richness of perception. Yeah. Also, I wanted to, I'll answer that mm-hmm. question yeah, about yeah. poetry, but I wanted to bring up how I really like painting portraits of people. Yeah. And I feel like that has really led me to appreciate all different types of ways that people look like our society really upholds a very specific type of beauty standard and I feel like through painting portraits like self-portraits and of other people I've just I think it's such an intimate experience looking at somebody's face and painting every detail of it Um, it's led me to I don't know find beauty in every person and, and kind of let go of that um like societal viewpoint a little bit yeah that's really interesting yeah like i feel like it's when you start paying attention and you're paying attention to the literal like shapes and shading yeah a lot of the like kind of a lot of our beauty ideals start seeming really arbitrary breaking down a little bit yeah because you're just seeing these like shapes and colors and you're like well why are these shapes and colors like better than these other ones right and that's all it is really when you like go down to that uh, minuscule of level. I remember painting myself once when I was struggling with a lot of acne. Mm-hmm. And I, it was crazy because I was like, I love painting this. I love that it's not a smooth surface and I get to play around with colors and textures. And it was such like a breakthrough moment for me where I was like, I love how I look regardless of if I have pimples or if I don't on my face. That's such a beautiful moment. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, it was really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So, do you want to turn to poetry and it's like yeah. how it changes our perception of the world? Yeah. Um, I feel like poetry has given me, I think, solace in those moments that I feel really sad, maybe, and disconnected from the world. And it, it kind of, I feel like, adds beauty to those moments when you can describe it's not like I'm just describing I'm unhappy in kind of like these dislocated ways I'm making the sentence or the the speech of talking about those negative emotions really beautiful and I think that that has given me a lot of solace in those moments yeah so it's like maybe poetry does for like our inner life and our inner selves kind of what drawing and painting do for the outside world where it's like it's allows you to sort of see the beautiful properties and all sorts of inner states that you might be in. Yeah, and like appreciate them. Like a lot of the times when I look back on poetry I've written when I've been upset, it's like it's so beautiful to me now and it, it gives me a different perspective, I guess, than if I had never written anything like that. Yeah. Mm. Um, it feels like it... I think that I find with writing is also just the effort of having to like put a word in front of the next Mm -hmm. for me, like helps me like focus. It can be like a painful and difficult process. if The thought is complicated enough. (laughs) Yeah, Um, absolutely. But it also means that you have to 
somewhat like focus and build together a single string of like ideas yeah which often makes things kind of like less overwhelming absolutely yeah I think journaling I I guess I don't really know if I consider that an art form I think that's an interesting question yeah, yeah. it could be right because it's again it's, it's like expressive it's expressive and it's personal and yeah, I feel like the lines of what art is get so blurry when you actually start thinking about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's exactly what journaling does for me is if things are feeling overwhelming and like your mind is in 12 places at once. Um, yeah, the act of physically having to slow down to write each word is so, um, yeah, so nice and stabilizing. Yeah. Um, do you have thoughts on how to kind of encourage more people to access the kind of, you know, powerful roles that are placed for you yeah um I mean I would say just try out everything a little bit you know like I feel like if something doesn't click right away try something else and if and if um if it's not sticking then you know don't try and force it I feel like because I think I tried to do that for a while of forcing art to feel good that maybe just wasn't for me um, like different art forms? Different art forms, yeah. Like, um, yeah, I want to try acting out now as an adult, but I remember <laughs> as a kid, um, I was always being like peer pressured by my older sister to put on like little shows with her, <laughs> and I hated it. Like, I was just very introverted and I just didn't like it, but I would like try and force myself to do it, and it, it just wasn't a good vibe. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Um, and it feels like a really important part of this for you is the idea that, like, creativity isn't this, like, magical thing that only some people have, mm. but, like, it's this more general, just, I don't know, matter of just being a person in the world who's having experiences and interacting with them. Absolutely. Even, like, conversations, I feel like, are a form of art, like, expressing yourself and connecting with another person, I feel like, is a is a mode of art. Yeah, do you feel like art has helped you connect to people as well as to like your environment yeah absolutely I moved to New York City um, about two years ago and at first I didn't know anyone and the main uh, place that I was meeting people was like groups for um, drawing and painting which was really lovely um, and it also like took the edge off of meeting new people because you're all like performing the same thing you can like talk about it and yeah so it's definitely brought people into my life yeah, that's really great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry. No worries. Yeah. Um, the question I wanted to ask you, damn it. Um, so where do you see yourself going next with art? So you want to try, like, acting? And I'm take, I take it you are going to continue painting and drawing because that seems yeah. like a deep part of your life. Yeah, I definitely want to continue with painting and drawing. I um. I am going to school right now for psychology to eventually be a therapist. Awesome. Yeah. And I'm thinking in the long run, I want to do art therapy um, once I'm like licensed. I take personally art therapy and I've found it to be so therapeutic. Um, so that's really making me want to do that as my career. Okay, that's eventually. awesome. Yeah. Um, so that suggests to me that you have other thoughts on the cognitive value of art that oh are gosh, not yes. to do with just like, well, there's been a lot we've covered, like literal richness of perception, like calm and focus, like yeah. accessing others' emotional states better, human yeah. connection. Yeah. What are other things that you think art has, art therapy in particular, can do? Yeah. 
Yeah, well, I think it can definitely um, take down your barriers a bit because I think um, the actual physical act of putting a brush on paper um, is really... uh, We've, we already said this, I guess, but soothing and grounding. Yeah. And so when you're in therapy, um, it's almost like, I don't know if you've heard of EMDR, where you're watching a light go back and forth while you talk about maybe like a traumatic experience. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, it's similar to that because I'm having something to focus on while I'm talking about something that's maybe really difficult instead of just kind of feeling open and like... Um, yeah, there's this kind of experience in therapy where you're just ashamed and you're yeah. looking at this person. And you're like, I don't want to look. And you're like, I don't, wanna, I don't know where to look. Yeah. I don't want to talk about this. Exactly. Yeah. So that's been really awesome. And it's inspired me to want to do art therapy in the future because it's been so helpful for me. To have that kind of grounding um, yeah. aspect and also maybe in a, a way of like accessing and expressing parts of your emotional life that would be yeah. like hard to express in words maybe. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and I feel like you don't need to go, I think that's why I think uh, art is so therapeutic because I don't need to be in therapy to get the benefits of painting. Like it, it's helpful while I'm in therapy to be painting, but I feel like I get that same, it's like a blanket <laughs> wrapped over me, you know? So it's also empowering because you can just take it like yeah. on your own. And so like you don't, you know, need, or at a point you might not need the guidance and you can access it all yeah. by yourself. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, that's really powerful. What's yeah. your sense? Do you think that's going to be growing as a field, like art therapy? Yeah. I feel like it is. I think therapy in general is probably growing right now. And art therapy, yeah, it's just, it's wonderful. And I think as soon as you try it, it something clicks in you of like, oh, this is good. <laughs> this is really nice. And it almost like taps into that... Um, Freud space because you might not even like what I painted last week was like grasping hands kind of like in midair and I didn't plan on painting that I just kind of go wherever it takes me but then my therapist looked at that afterwards and kind of had her own ideas of um, why I was maybe painting that and so it's cool you kind of get to look into your subconscious a little bit when you're uh, like freely painting like that. Yeah do you think what happens, I'm interested in just like that process and that moment. Do yeah. you think that what happens is that you're like accessing something that's already there or more like you're like constructing new meaning? You know, you've got this like, yeah. you've painted this and now it's like a prop as a kind of like yeah. beginning for a conversation where you can like make better sense of your life. Exactly. Yeah. I don't really know. I think, I think it definitely stems what I paint in therapy from my subconscious but I also think maybe it takes on new meaning at once it's painted and I can look at it and it definitely leads you to places where you wouldn't have gone otherwise like minus the art I think yeah Yeah. so that suggests that you know you're accessing some something that you might not otherwise be able to access but then also using it in this like a prop to like yeah. make sense of because I think words can only take you so far you know when you're trying to describe something like sometimes uh, that expression I'm at a loss for words is is so true and maybe only something visual or, or a different form of art can uh, help you get across what you're yeah. feeling 
like words are just very like granular like there's no mm -hmm. way to actually capture a scene and like every single like shade you're seeing and like right. twitch of expression and yeah absolutely like, also like emotions are notably hard to we have like a really impoverished vocabulary for we like do. emotions and it makes me think of how i think either in german or greek i forget which language there we only in english have one word for love but in one of those languages they have like 10 different words for love that describe like friendship love romantic love i don't know the other ones but <laughs> yeah. yeah i think greek has that i think greek um, it yeah. would make sense i feel like they're like romantic <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so that kind of like that's another value of at least some forms of art is sort of just like helping us kind of develop better concepts that yeah. kind of like allow us to understand our own lives and experience better where like kind of like the tools of ordinary communication might not be good enough yeah. um, to capture everything that's kind of going on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, would you, I wanted to ask you a question, if yeah, that's okay. Yeah, of course. Do you feel like philosophy is an art? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm in, There's moments where I think that, I think philosophy has some important artistic components, but mm -hmm. it's also a little bit closer to like science and that I think... It feels like in philosophy, often you are trying to get at, like, true claims about the world. Yeah. Um, whereas, like, in art, that I feel like, I don't think that that's the game we're yeah. playing when we're doing art. But I do think philosophy has some very um, artistic dimensions. I think it has many of the same, some of the same effects, at least, in, like, shaping the way in which we, like, look at our own experience, shaping yeah. what we notice, definitely giving us new concepts, I yeah. think, is a really, like, key thing yeah. that philosophy uh, does, maybe one of its main contributions. Yeah. And I also think that, um, no, as a philosopher, <laughs> um, the work does feel driven by this sort of, like, your what's kind of driving me a lot of the time I feel like is like I have a like broad perspective on the world that I'm like trying to articulate yeah that's still like input and like it's not like I have this like statement of a view that's like there at the very beginning it's more yeah. like there's something that I'm like confused about and trying yeah. to get at and that that much of it feels like personal and expressive even if the goal is also to eventually get at the truth yeah so I guess I think that it's like there's a really artistic component to the practice of it yeah but there's also a bit of it that's a little bit more like a science or something like that right not quite but more and when you were saying um you don't start out with like an exact you know um mm -hmm. belief or something that you're trying to get at you kind of eventually get to that place yeah. I feel like art is similar with that because most I would say 90% of the time I don't have a specific painting that I'm trying like I don't have it in my mind mapped out I have maybe like a little bit of an inkling like I, I want to draw a hand or whatever yeah. and then that turns into whatever it turns into yeah and there's something really difficult I think especially when you're starting out about trusting that process yes. which I think is one of the barriers to entry in any of these kinds of pursuits yeah absolutely um, yeah with philosophy it's sort of a similar experience it's like you know usually you'll write a million drafts of the same thing and you'll I, I typically change my mind a lot from yeah. like the first version to the later one yeah. and it feels like there's something still in common there's like some guiding idea yeah. but like the real thing only emerges much later on yes um and i think yeah it's almost doing practicing art is a good form of practicing like trust in yourself 
almost and trust in the process because you don't really get that instant gratification with art that you do with other things in life like food or drugs or whatever like art is kind of like a slow roll I think mm -hmm. um, and yeah so I feel like it's taught me lessons in that sense of like this is maybe gonna look good it's maybe not gonna look good like maybe you're gonna like it maybe you're not but just just flow with it and you have to just kind of surrender almost right so there's a lot of important values there like patience which I personally really struggle with <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um absolutely. like yeah self-trust yeah. and also just acceptance being like I might not like it at the end but the process will have been like worthwhile yeah exactly yeah and trusting that you're learning something in the process because I feel like it's it's the process of making art that is valuable and less so the end, the, the end goal, which maybe I'm thinking could be controversial, but it that's is controversial, how I but I think it's, I mean, I find it a very plausible idea. One yeah. reason it's interesting is because I think it goes against how, as a society, we standardly think about art as like, art is, you know, the painting that's at the museum yeah. as this like finished, settled product. Right. Whereas in fact, you might think that art is like this active thing that yes. people do. And that like also just really seems to help with some of what we were talking about earlier of how to encourage people to like right. do art more. It's like, don't think about art as the finished, like, yeah. um, you know, mind-blowing product. <laughs> think right. about it as this like practice or activity where you're exploring different ways of like seeing the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's almost like um, we should explain art as a verb instead of a noun because um, I feel like that encompasses more like more of what it means you know yeah and then especially if you take that view you might think that what counts as art should be radically expanded like to right. include for sure things like having a conversation yeah but also like maybe maybe we'll just include all sorts of other kind of active things like, like exploring a new place or yeah. sports or cooking. cooking i'm thinking Absolutely. cooking and baking are totally art practices of art but we don't really consider them to be so you know, or even um, I'm thinking even my mom's a translator. Even that is kind of an artistic form because there's so many non-literal translations like you have to do a lot of like working around. And I feel like that process of figuring out how to accurately translate the meaning of something into a different language is um, is artistic. It seems like definitely it's creative yeah. and it like requires you to like access different perspectives yeah absolutely connect two worlds while you're doing that yeah um yeah it definitely also applies to philosophy or you know there's these i think of philosophy as like an active thing that we do like we're yeah. doing philosophy right now yeah but i think a lot of people might think of philosophy as like well there's a philosophy book over <laughs> here and that's yeah. this like finished volume with a bunch of ideas yeah and like that is philosophy kind of in a derivative sense. Maybe like the finished art piece is art in a derivative sense from the right. like actual work of, um, yeah. yeah, figuring out what. <laughs> That's definitely how I thought of philosophy when, I mean, this is, I'm taking my first philosophy class right now in school, but I feel like before I did have this very like closed-minded view of what it is and it kind of is just like in ancient Greece and like <laughs> Germans yeah all German right men. yeah, yeah <laughs> it was, I was very confused and I think even now it's such a broad um like school of thought that I still don't have my mind wrapped around what philosophy is but yeah what are you studying um I'm in a 
intros to problems of philosophy course oh yeah so then you're gonna i was teaching a version of that this, nice. this semester cool. um to like undergrads um yeah and like um i mean yeah for a class like that you can literally cover anything and what you're trying yeah. to do is just it's a bit like this is i think where the art, artistic aspect of it comes out you're trying to get people into a certain way of thinking yeah which is mostly about kind of questioning your own perspective and really trying to get at the arguments for views that you might not agree with and right it's sort of a discipline of mind and way of thinking yeah. so it's like there's not really like the content in a sense doesn't matter right um it's about getting people to take up this new way of engaging again, with process. ideas yeah again so cool. the process yeah yeah same thing. i'm just thinking of i think it was hume one of the last works that we had read about his it was like pretty controversial within our class like people didn't agree but it was their take on how only certain people um have the taste to critique mm -hmm. or whatever mm -hmm. i forget what the actual piece was called and there was a lot of people in my class saying that we don't agree with it because because um, that's like elitist in a sense yeah. almost which I definitely understand, but I also understand what Hume was saying. I think it's Hume mm -hmm. um, about how the more experience you have with something, the more qualified you will be to judge yeah. and critique it because you just have more knowledge in that subject. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so that's difficult. I feel like I see both yeah, sides. Yeah, I think that there's a lot to talk here. We have to wrap up. But okay. um, like, um, I think that's a common effect of philosophy is the sense of, in Greek, <laughs> aporia, yeah. the sense of like confusion at the yeah. end where you like, which I think is productive because it's like, you know, now, now you can now see two different perspectives and kind of get what, what are good reasons for both of them. Where maybe before you like only saw one thing and, you know, yeah. being too convinced of one idea might not be the most helpful thing in life. And it might right. keep us from engaging in the process of like thinking and right. you about stuff. I know. And it's okay, I think, to be curious or confused. And I don't think you always have to have your mind made up and like stick in one camp, <laughs> you know, about a thought. Yeah. Well, yeah. this has been wonderful. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you. This is so cool. Yeah.